and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque. Please don't mind any background noise if you hear a fan going. I'm sitting and recording in my living room today and my pet gecko happens to be in the same room and we have a little fan going for him so he doesn't get too hot in his cage with it being summer and everything. So... Anyways, this week's episode is going to be kind of fun and lighthearted and just kind of a silly, I guess, kind of episode that I felt like doing. This week's episode is going to be all about my experience dating the Zodiac signs. Just a quick disclaimer, like, so (laughs) I don't really avoid people based on their signs. There's definitely times when I look at people's Zodiac signs or look, look at their chart. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of a tricky placement or I can kind of get a sense of like something that might be challenging. However, I don't really purposely avoid anyone because of their sign. I know some people do. I do not because everyone's charts are different and unique and they interact with everyone else's charts totally different and unique. And also, I just don't believe in writing someone off based on their zodiac sign unless they're a Gemini, of course, then you're totally free to ditch a Gemini. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So yeah, everyone has a different chart. And also keep in mind that my experiences with one sign may be totally different from your experiences experiences with that sign because like I said, we all have different charts and we all interact with other people differently. And yeah, so like for example, I have a lot of earth and water in my chart. So I naturally get along with other earth and water signs, sometimes air signs as well, and obviously sometimes fire signs, but generally it's other earth and water signs. And if you're a fire sign, you might not feel the same way that I do. You might really like fire and air signs. So keep that in mind. And without further ado, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Let's start with Aries. So I have never really dated an Aries. I've kind of just known them and interacted with them. I've definitely had crushes on Aries people, but I've never actually dated an Aries. The thing about Aries is that they kind of remind me of like, the really cool like sort of hot guy that like I think everyone wants to date and like I don't know they're really adventurous and playful and fun and they kind of I don't know why they totally make me think of like the guy with like the slicked back hair and has like a motorcycle and like it's that total like kind of like bad boy type that like every girl probably wants to date even though he's probably like an asshole so (laughs) so that's like the positive side of Aries. I personally don't really have any interest in Aries people because of the fact that I have a lot of water in my chart, specifically my Mars and Venus sign. And I always feel like Aries people are kind of mean. (laughs) And that's not to say that all Aries people are mean either, but I don't know. They're so blunt and direct that it's very hard for someone like me with a lot of water and earth in their chart to kind of take that. Definitely now that I'm older, I... I understand it more and I can definitely take it without taking it like personally. So I'm definitely able to kind of deal with that better. But yeah, Aries, they can be very selfish. They can be very like way too into themselves. They're also difficult to date. I feel like just based off not my experience, but like friends I know who've dated Aries, they really like to get into relationships. And then once they kind of win you over, they dip basically, unless like you're really kind of all over the place and like you keep things interesting 
Maybe if you're like an Aquarius or a Gemini, I feel like it would go really well with an Aries. Because that's kind of how you keep their attention is by keeping things interesting. Because once they feel like they've won you over and the game's over, because Aries are really competitive, they like to chase. So once they chase you down, they might lose interest once they feel like they've kind of won you over. So yeah, in addition to that too, that I almost forgot to mention... Aries are actually really intelligent, I've noticed, and a lot of people don't give them credit for that. Like, they're very innovative. They really like new concepts and ideas. Sometimes Aries kind of makes you think of, like, an artist, like, a really weird kind of artist who, like, has all these abstract ideas and concepts and, you know, people don't really understand it, but, like, they understand it. So it's, like, this cool avant-garde sort of thing. So, yeah, I guess pros of dating an Aries, they're really hot and attractive most of the time. The cons are if you're a water or earth sign like me, you're going to think they're really mean and rude. But if you're a fire and air sign, you might love them. So <laughs> that is Aries. Also, Aries are really funny too. Um, they're one of those signs that like totally makes me laugh so much. But yeah, so that is Aries. And if you're an Aries female and you are looking to date, or not an Aries female, sorry. If you're a female looking to date an Aries man, People, men with Venus and Aries that I've noticed or Aries sun sign people really like bossy, take charge kind of women that are really confident and aren't afraid to kind of like speak their minds. They kind of really like women who are very like outspoken and kind of aren't afraid of like confrontation either because like Aries is the other half of Libra. It's their opposite sign. So this is definitely a sign that's always up for a sparring partner or someone who wants to debate them, which is probably another reason why I don't really like Aries as much even though my son falls in the seventh house <laughs> because I so don't like confrontation or debating people unless I'm really confident in what I'm saying but okay yeah so that's Aries moving on to Taurus so here's the deal I have never dated a Taurus man I have never really had interest in a Taurus man but for some reason I freaking love Taurus moon people, whether it's people I'm dating or my friends. I am just naturally drawn to people with their moon in Taurus. I don't know what it is. I just freaking love them. So the thing about Taurus is if you are romantically interested in them, they might be really big on giving you gifts or receiving gifts. Like gifts are totally their love language. Anything to do with like possessions or material things. They also may be really big on like physical touch. They're very sensual. So they really like to touch everything and feel everything. And they just really like things that kind of like stimulate their senses. They also love really beautiful things. They love art. They love beautiful men, beautiful women. They like really luxurious, nice things because Taurus is ruled by Venus. So it's all about all that beauty and love and all that good stuff. And they also really love food. Food is another big Taurus love language thing. They would probably love it if you made them a meal or if they really like you, they might cook you a meal. This is totally one of those signs like cancer that would love to probably just like stay at home and like make dinner and like watch a movie and like hang out. Also, going back to what I was saying about how they really love art and beauty, Tauruses are really big on like they really love art like I know a lot of Taurus people who are art majors they also really love music they are so passionate when it comes to their music because especially if you're a Taurus moon person that's just like your escape that's how you deal with your feelings by listening to music that you like and also they really like people who like the same things as them for some reason so and I know that sounds kind of like 
not like a big deal like oh well yeah obviously a lot of people like things that like the same things as them but I've noticed especially with tourist people that if you know they meet someone who likes the same band as them or the same music or the same food or whatever they definitely gravitate towards that and that's kind of like their thing that they kind of use to like bond with you over they love to go to concerts so if you're ever looking for like good tourist date night ideas you can't go wrong with taking to them to a concert for a band that they like or taking them to an art museum or taking them to like go out to dinner or something at like a really nice restaurant. Those are all things that tourist people would absolutely love. So that is all I have for tourists. Moving on to Gemini. So here's the deal with Gemini. I am a Virgo sun. I am a Mercury in Virgo. I freaking on some level love talking to Geminis. These are people that I naturally tend to become like instant friends with because we will just talk about anything and everything under the sun and on top of that I have my rising sign in Aquarius so I attract a lot of air signs and at base it's kind of similar to how I feel about the sign Leo which I'll talk more about in a little bit but basically with Gemini I get along so well with them as friends dating them however I am so not into it they're one way too moody for me. I have enough cancer in my chart. I am moody enough for the both of us. Second of all, they just they're they're just a lot and they're not really romantic enough for me. Like I have a lot of like my Mars and Venus are both in cancer, so I'm like a very romantic sign. And they're also in my fifth house, so add that like Leo energy to it. I'm all about the romance and yeah, it's not <laughs> It just doesn't vibe well with me. I did date a Gemini for a little while who had their Venus in uh, Taurus, which I really did kind of like. It just wasn't my vibe. I wasn't really feeling it. And it just wasn't really what I wanted at the time. So that's the thing with Geminis. They're really fun and playful. Like if you really don't like things to be all serious or if you're not into like a lot of like romance, not to say that Geminis can't be romantic. Like if you're a Gemini with your Venus in Taurus or Venus in Cancer, like, or, you know, you have other placements in your chart, you can totally be romantic. But in my experience, it's just not, like, here's the thing. They might do romantic gestures, but it's just, like, the actual feelings just weren't there for me. And that's my experience. But like I said, everyone has different experiences with the signs. But they are really fun and playful and silly, and they make me laugh a lot, which I... I think with my Venus being in the fifth house, like I love people who make me laugh. So that's something I'm just always naturally drawn to is someone with like a good sense of humor. So yeah, that's the thing with Gemini is like if you like someone who wants to like, you know, be spontaneous and go on road trips and someone who's just really intelligent and really talented, that's the other thing. Geminis are naturally like they're like a jack of all trades type of person. But I've noticed they actually tend to actually be able to do a lot of things really well. Um, and if you like to talk like me and you have a lot of mercury in your chart, then they're great conversationalists. They're great to talk to, but dating wise for me, it's just not really there. So that is all I have to say about Gemini's. Let's go move on to cancer. So I have dated one cancer man and probably the only cancer man I will ever date. Even though I said earlier, like I generally don't avoid people based on their signs. That's true. I would probably consider dating a Cancer if one, I was ever single again, and two, if maybe they had a lot of Earth in their chart, but yeah, I dated one Cancer man who is a Venus in Cancer, Pisces moon, Aries rising, and oh my goodness, what a 
fucking nightmare that was. So <laughs> I was constantly fighting with this person. Um, that drove me nuts. Uh, I found out that they were also low-key, like, a drug addict. Um, that was something I was not aware of somehow until, like, a couple months into the relationship. So that was also not going to fly with me. And three, like, anytime we got into a fight, they'd be like, oh, well, all my friends agree with me. So I'm right, which is, like, big Pisces moon energy because they really kind of take on their surroundings and the opinions of others and... Um, yeah, it was just kind of a train wreck. Um, definitely on paper though with my Venus and Cancer. Um, Cancer men sound amazing because they're super domestic and like warm and nurturing and like they're all about family and all that mushy stuff. But, um, as far as the one Cancer I dated, I don't think I would do that again. They are also really moody, which like I was saying before with Gemini, I have so much cancer in my chart. I'm moody enough. I don't really need another moody person to deal with. So yeah, it just doesn't really work for me. Um, but like I said, cancers can be really sweet and thoughtful and nurturing. Um, something I've noticed though is that I think people who have cancer or Capricorn in their chart, like in their Venus sign, tend to be drawn there's like a thing with age with them and I've noticed that like people with Venus and Cancer tend to like people who are older than them for some reason um and it kind of the same thing with Capricorn I think sometimes where Capricorns are drawn to people who are either older or younger than them so that's fascinating but yeah I can't do the Cancers although like I have Cancer friends I love them they are amazing and all that stuff but dating one I don't know if I could really handle that unless unless like maybe they have a lot of Taurus in their chart or Capricorn or something or who knows but yeah it just wasn't working for me so unfortunately that's my take on cancer men <laughs> two out of ten would not recommend unless like I don't know but everyone feels differently like you might vibe better with a cancer man than I would so yeah that's my take on cancer um Let's talk about Leo. So the way I feel about Leos is very similar to how I feel about Geminis. I'm an Aquarius rising, so I attract a lot of Leos into my life. My first boyfriend ever was a Leo, and um, I know a lot of Leos or people with like a lot of Leo in their chart. My fiance is a Venus and Leo, and here's the thing. I love them so much. They are super fun and silly and they are hysterical. Like they make me laugh so much and they're just so fun and silly to be around and I love that energy. But I am not always like super romantically attracted to them. I've tried to date them and it's just again, it's not the feelings just not there. That and I think like Leos tend to take things a little too personally. Like everything's kind of like a dig at their ego and they need like a lot of attention and me over here with my Aquarius rising and all the cancer and whatever in my chart, I'm really not about giving you all the attention unless like I feel like you really deserve it, I guess. Um, or like, I don't know, I like to give people attention when they're not actively asking me for attention. So I find that Leos tend to be a little too needy for my liking, probably because I have all this cancer in my chart, so I need to be the needy one. But I mean, whatever, I guess. Um, so... Yeah, that's my whole thing on Leos. I don't really have too much to say other than that. They do make really good friends for me, though. Like, I have a lot of Leo friends that I love to hang out with. They are... Oh, another good thing, actually, about Leos is they are super, super loyal. That is definitely one quality I absolutely adore about Leos is that they are super loyal. And because they're a fixed sign, if you're... 
they're actually kind of good if you like stability in a relationship because the fact that they're a fixed sign and they're super loyal like once they're committed to you they're committed to you and they love to shower you with like gifts and compliments and they always like to make you feel good however i will say like if they don't feel like they're getting that in return then the relationship may not really work out as well because then their ego gets kind of hurt and they're like oh this person doesn't care about me blah 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 so yeah that's leo's moving on to virgos so i've never dated a virgo man i've known some virgo men Um, and to be perfectly honest, I don't really like other Virgos. I know I'm a Virgo and I have all the annoying Virgo traits. However, I am so not a fan of Virgo men. I find that they're rude most of the time. Like, they're kind of the people that think they're, like, so funny, but then they're actually being rude as fuck. And then, yeah, like, they just kind of say things and they're, like, on top of being rude, they're also, like, awkward as fuck, which I can say that because I'm a Virgo and I know I'm awkward, so I can own that. Yeah, and they're also, like, they're just not my type. I can't deal with the Virgo energy, mainly because Virgos are critical. And as a Virgo, I don't like to be criticized. So, yeah, me and other Virgos, we don't really get along. I can definitely have friends that are Virgos, like, that that works for me. But as far as dating and Virgo men go, I cannot handle it. So, yeah, I have never dated a Virgo man and probably never will because I just, I can't deal with their shit, honestly. (laughs) So, um, that's really all I have to say about Virgos, even though I guess I'll try to be positive and say that Virgos can be very helpful and they can be helpful. They can be really, they're all about service. So they'll like do things to like help you out. They have a really good eye for detail. They might remember like little things about you and try to give you like little surprises and stuff like that. So I'm sure there's some good things about Virgo men. However, I just have not seen any of those good things. So, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about Virgos. Let's talk about Libra because I freaking love Libras. So this one's actually going to be much easier for me to talk about than Virgos. So I could go on and on and on about how much I love Libras. My fiance is a Libra and a lot of my friends are Libras or they have Libra rising or some other Libra in their chart. This is definitely one of my favorite signs. I naturally attract Libras and I get along with them so well because they are so logical and fair. They're also just really charming. Libras are super likable and like they don't even really have to try. Like they're just naturally like really funny and kind of suave and like they are totally like ladies men and they're very like I don't know. It's funny with Libras because even if like a Libra isn't like like a lot of times, especially if someone has Libra rising, they're always going to be like really well dressed. But if you are a Libra and like let's say like you're a Libra man and you don't even dress that well. One thing I enjoy about being with a Libra is like if I'm trying to get dressed and I need to put on an outfit, you can ask a Libra for their opinion on your outfit and they will give you like 100 percent like honest opinion and they'll tell you like what's wrong with your outfit and what you can do to fix it because they just have really great taste and just a really good eye for what's beautiful and aesthetically pleasing. They're also, even though they're really indecisive, which that's one of the negative things about Libras that drive me absolutely insane is they are so indecisive. But when they're being decisive after they've already thought about their options and kind of know what their decision is, they have a really good moral compass and a really good idea of what's ethically and morally like okay to them. They they're just really good people for the most part. I mean, this, like, obviously there is a negative side of Libra where they're not always acting right, but that's like with any sign. 
they're just they're really good people they have big hearts and they are super nice and sweet the only thing you gotta watch out for with libras is they do have tendencies towards codependence i think and um you kind of have to make sure you're just giving back what they give to you because they will definitely feel very hurt and like neglected if you aren't doing that other than that they are super charming and super easygoing and really just great to be around and if you need good conversation or like a lot of mental stimulation they are great conversationalists and they always have so many different abstract like ideas and look at things differently and they ask really interesting questions and um they're just they're really good people to be around they're one of my favorite signs and i just i love libras and also like on top of like all the other stuff like they're smart they have a great moral compass blah 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 like they're also super romantic so that's perfect for me um they are super into like charming people and like taking them on nice dates and giving them nice gifts and doing nice things for them so yeah libras are amazing let's talk about scorpios So if you've been listening to my podcast since the very beginning, most of you probably know by now that one of the things that got me into astrology was my Scorpio crush. And actually in high school, I felt like I was kind of caught between actually two Scorpios because I was dating one and then I had a huge crush on another Scorpio. And honestly, I am like putty in a Scorpio's hands. This is like one of the signs I will always be like super, super attracted to. Even my fiance, he has, he's a Libra sun, but he's a Scorpio rising. So I am so drawn to that Scorpio energy. However, I don't think Scorpios are for everyone. I really like them because they're very passionate and intense and there's just a lot going on with them. However, the downside of Scorpios is that they can be very tumultuous and draining, especially if they're a more like immature Scorpio like my ex. They tend to play a lot of mind games because they don't trust people very easily. So they will do they'll do little things to kind of test you and see if, you know, you're a good fit for them. And it takes a lot to build up that trust. And once you get it, it's, you know, you got to make sure you maintain it because once it's gone, it's gone. So yeah, I adore Scorpios or sometimes I can't stand them. I've noticed too with Scorpios too, like as far as friends and stuff go besides dating, they are such a black and white because they're a fixed sign. So they're very like, it's one way or the other way. They're not so much like in between most of the time. And so I've noticed that people generally tend to love or hate Scorpios because either you love them because you totally agree with everything they stand for and how they are, or you can't stand them because the way they act or what they stand for drives you insane. So they're definitely one of those signs I feel like you either love them or you hate them. So yeah, that is Scorpio. Let's talk about Sagittarius. So Sagittarius is one of those signs I freaking love them on paper anyway. I I mean, I have friends who are Sagittarius's and I I love them. I really do. Like as friends, I get along so well with Sagittarius, especially since like now that I'm older, I think and I know more about astrology, I've kind of learned that Sagittarius people just really need their space and you kind of just have to respect that and that's like the best way to kind of deal with a Sagittarius. On paper, like I would love to date a Sagittarius. I've never dated one, but at the same time, I don't think they would really be a good fit for me dating-wise because they're just they they like their freedom and they're not they just really don't like to feel super like attached to pe- not attached, but like, you know, they're like I think of like a wild stallion type of person. Like, you know, they really like their freedom and they like to do their own thing. They don't really like to feel 
committed or tied down. And this can vary based on like things in your chart. Like some Sagittarius might be totally fine with that. I've also read that sometimes Sagittarius people don't really, they're not really ready to settle down until they're a little bit older. They're younger or more immature. Like they might really not be into that. But even I think as adults, they really value their space and their freedom. So yeah, I have a lot of cancer in my chart. So I feel like all that Venus and Mars and cancer doesn't really mix with a Sagittarius unless maybe they happen to have a lot of Scorpio in their chart, then maybe it would work perfectly. Who knows? But yeah, they're a really fun sign. They're really happy-go-lucky. They're adventurous. They like to travel. They're really really intelligent. They're very like wor- worldly. They know about like a variety of different things. So you, they're really easy to talk to. They're generally very wise. They have a lot of life experience. If they have Capricorn in their chart, they might be very grounded, which is a really nice combination, I think, with Sagittarius. They're also, on the flip side, I guess another reason why I don't always mesh with Sagittarius people is because they're a very blunt sign and they almost have like no filter. And this can be really bad, especially if they have like Mercury in Sagittarius, where it's literally just like they have foot and mouth syndrome all the time. So I've noticed with Sagittarius is that even though they're like a very happy go lucky sign and they're like the good time Charlies that like love to party and go out and have fun. And like when they're in those moods, they can be so good to be around. Like it's such good energy, right? But if they are pissed off or someone's pissing them off or something's wrong, they are not so fun to be around. The good news is at least you know where you stand with them because they don't hold back really, but they kind of just spit out like whatever kind of comes to mind or what they're feeling in that moment. And so they can get really kind of nasty and ugly when they're in that negative sort of headspace. And that, that like, I mean, obviously that goes for all the signs, like they all have their good and their bad traits, but Something I've noticed with Sagittarius is like when they're in a good mood, they're in a really good mood and they're really great to be around. If they're not in a good mood, they're definitely not as fun to be around. And I think something else about Sagittarius people is that I think they're generally so optimistic that when things don't really go as they plan, they take it really, really hard. So like I think it's almost defeating to them in a way because like, you know, in their head, they're all hyped up. They're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great, blah, blah, blah. And then I think when things don't pan out quite how they plan, they just, I feel like they almost get heartbroken over it because they're just like, I literally don't even know what to do right now. And, you know, sometimes it levels out with them. Like I've definitely met some Sagittarius people who are definitely more realists where they're like, you know, they're not like, they're generally pretty happy, but they're also like, they understand that like, you know, life isn't perfect. Like they're a very philosophical sign. So, you know, they think about these things a lot. So yeah, that is all I have to say about Sagittarius. Let's talk about Capricorn. So Capricorn, unfortunately, is another sign. I don't really have too much to say about them dating-wise because I have never dated a Capricorn, but I can say that when I was growing up, when I was like younger, like probably elementary through like early middle school, I would always get crushes on these Capricorn boys that I went to school with. And obviously, like, nothing ever came of it, but um, I just remember, like, a lot of my crushes ended up being Capricorns, and I think the biggest thing with Capricorns is they're one of those signs that makes me laugh so much, and I don't know if it's just, like, because I have my moon in Capricorn, so, like, we share the same sense of humor or what, but I just remember, like, I would just talk to some of these Capricorns, and I would laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh, and I love that. So Capricorns definitely, like, even though people might think they're a boring sign and all they do is work and blah, 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 um, they're very grounded and they're really funny. And they also have, like, a, 
a low-key kind of like nurturing side to them, which makes sense since they're Cancer's opposite, where I always think of like Cancer as being the mother, whereas Capricorn's more like the father, where they're really stern, but then they also have this really like soft nurturing side and they're very warm in their own way and I think it takes a little bit for that side to come out but they can be a really really good sign to be around so that is all I have for Capricorn let's talk about Aquarius so my rising sign is an Aquarius and I am always so attracted to Aquarius people especially ones that are born like early February for some reason I don't know what it is but I've had crushes on so many guys that were Aquariuses and their birthday was either somewhere between like the 1st and like 10th of February. I don't know what that's all about. It never seems to pan out for me. Again, I think it's because I have too much clingy, sappy, nurturing cancer energy in my chart and it totally does not mesh with a lot of these Aquarius people out there. (laughs) But there are people that I'm always like super drawn to probably because I noticed that they're all like weird and quirky And, you know, they're very similar to me. So, like, I, like, see them and I'm like, oh, they're a lot like me. So, I like them. And, you know, they they always got their own kind of, like, cool, like, Aquarius vibe. And also, on top of that, a lot of them, too, sometimes have, like, Pisces in their chart. So, I think naturally as a Virgo, I'm also really drawn to that Pisces energy. Um, But, yeah, like I said, unfortunately, it never really seems to work out. But I'm always, like, super attracted to these people. And then... I'll get to know them a little bit and then it usually doesn't work out. But that's Aquarius. And finally, let's talk about Pisces. This is another sign I don't actually have too much to say about because I've never really dated a Pisces. I dated that Cancer guy that I mentioned earlier who had his moon in Pisces, which that's another thing too. A lot of people I know have their moon in Pisces, very similar to like a lot of people I know with their moon in Taurus. One of my best friends has her moon in Pisces and she's a Capricorn. But Yeah, I've talked to a lot of Pisces people. I have a lot of Pisces men that are friends, but they're not really a sign that I've personally found that I've been like romantically attracted to. Um, Right before I met my fiance, I was actually talking to someone on like Tinder or OkCupid or something and they were a Pisces, but they were like, they didn't really seem like they were looking for a relationship or anything. We kind of just like would talk now and then, but like we weren't really like a thing or a couple or anything like that. But they're really cool. They're usually like because Pisces people are escapists, they usually really love movies and TV and like media and just all that stuff. So like, you know, Pisces are the type of people you could talk to about all that stuff, movies or music or whatever. Um, but yeah, they're really chill. They're really cool. Um I don't really, like I said, I don't have a lot of experience dating them, so I can't actually say too much about what dating a Pisces is like. I will say, though, just based on my observations of Pisces that I do know, you do kind of have to be careful because I think, because this is one of those signs that has a lot of duality in their chart, and they're a mutable sign. So they're very fluid. They're able to change their perception on things or how they feel about things. And so I can see how this can sometimes easily be a sign that can be very two-faced, especially like if they're also non-confrontational. But other than that, they're really chill and they're really sweet. And if you know someone with like Venus and Pisces, I've noticed that people with Venus and Pisces, they remind me of like Martha Stewart or something because they literally just love doing like little cutesy arts and crafts and making things. And they love like all those beautiful things and they like to bake and do all that stuff. So 
That is Pisces. And that is dating the Zodiac. Woo, that was a trip. Um, I can't believe I kind of went through all the signs and actually talked about my dating experiences with them. Um, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star rating on iTunes. If you're not on iTunes, just do me a favor and share this episode with a friend this week. I would appreciate that so, so much. And of course, as always, my books are open for natal chart readings, so feel free to shoot me an email, spacewitchpodcast at gmail.com. Also, oh yeah, if you guys have any astrology or witchy related questions for me, feel free to send them to that email as well, spacewitchpodcast at gmail.com. If I get enough questions, I would love to do like a Q&A episode for you guys, whether that's just once a month or once a week or whatever. So yeah, please, please, please send me all your astrology or um, metaphysical or spiritual questions. Or even if you have like a cool story you want to share, you can email email that over to me at spacewitchpodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, last but not least, don't forget that you are so much more than your sun sign. Thank you for listening. And I will catch you guys here next week on the Space Witch Podcast. Mm-hmm.